The Taliban has taken over Afghanistan. Let's get into it this week on Dropping Sunday. Welcome to Dropping Sunday. I'm one of your hosts, Seth. And I am your other host, Andrea. If this is your first time around here, Dropping Sunday is a semi-reverent look at Christian pop culture. We're not here to get you saved. We're also not here to tick you off. Although, if either of those things happen, we definitely want to know. Yes, this is a podcast by Christians for Christians, but you don't need to believe to belong. You can join the conversation at Dropping Sunday on all the things. Andrea, how's your heart? Yeah, you know... My heart's a little heavy right now. Yeah. I mean, we we talked about it. Um, we've got a lot to talk about. Yeah. And we're going to get into it. Sure. This is going to be a little bit of a different episode for us. Yeah. But not totally off track. I mean, we've done these heavier episodes we've before. We've done heavier, heavier concepts, and we seem to always be able to to have fun around the subject yeah. and not having fun at the subject's expense. I right. I think that we've been okay with that. Um, let's, just, uh, let's just call it for what it is. Uh, this is our third take. We've had uh, issues <laughs> getting started this evening. Listen, sometimes uh, that happens. Yeah. Um, also, uh, not what we were going to talk about this week. No. No, we, we had planned to uh, talk about something that we had found on Pure Flix. It was called Homeschooled, and we're like, "Hey, uh, school starting. school started. Let's watch something about homeschool." Yeah. And I, we thought it'll be something hilarious yeah, that it's we like can a little re- mini series, like yeah. five or six episodes. We can do this. We can knock it out. It'll be fun. It it was. Uh, it, <laughs> Tell us about it. <laughs> it was. You know, like sometimes we watch movies that are fun because they're so bad. Uh, Assassin 33 AD yes, comes yeah, to yeah, mind. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes. I, I don't think we reviewed it on the show, but I definitely watched all of Velocipastor. <laughs> okay. I think you told me not to watch that I, one. I but... did. I didn't think that you would find it appropriate. <laughs> um, and uh, and so like we watched sometimes. This one was so bad. So terrible. You where guys... I'm watching it and I call, I call Andre and I'm like, I'm I'm sorry. I think that was the first words out of my mouth. Yeah, I'm sorry. It was, and I was like, "Is he about to cancel recording? Because that's not a problem." <laughs> I got a Pilates class tonight, and then afterward, I can just go home. That's fine. That's fine. But uh, no, it was uh, it was very much uh, just like I'm sorry because I don't know what we would talk about on that on that show. Let's just cover it real quick. Yeah. Um, Christian school senior film class project yes I, main star was director writer and producer yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, there and, were six like eight minute episodes sure and i think she got a c in the class <laughs> do you understand what i'm saying like a c overall she got yeah, an yeah. f for this project yeah, yeah, yeah. it brought her <laughs> score down for sure for sure it was i feel like she was work trying to work out some Issues. Personal, yeah, some she had trauma. Some, she had some daddy issues. <laughs> she for had sure. some issues that she was trying to work out. And uh, and and like show. even like the first thing that was, like there was no boom mic operator for the no. entire thing. It was just like a road hot shock mic that was attached to whatever camera. Right. So all the room noise, everything. Uh-huh. There was no sound guy, and so she just played like cheesy music over the entire series. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, it was just like that's that was all I could think to talk about. Right. The, the plot's not worth it. No, well, because nothing was ever resolved. No issues in uh, when you have eight minute episodes. Yeah. You don't have a lot of time to resolve. Correct. a problem. Correct. Yeah. So there's no 
there's no setup, yeah. there's no solution, it's and bad. there's no resolution. It's so bad. Like that that's what you need. And there was none of that. Like every time they would resolve an issue, I thought, but but how? How yeah. did you how did you get to this? Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't understand. It's a sitcom, but we don't know what always uh, it was bad. It was bad. I I was gonna I was gonna mention because there's a season two. I let's not. Can we just not? I think we've. I think that we have given this this entire thing way more credit just by talking about it for the the two minutes we have. Okay, but I was gonna say in the first episode, how long is it gonna take her, Hannah, and Mateo? Listen, I got into it, not into it, but like Whoa. I'm like, listen, if we're gonna review it, we're gonna review it. Get into it. How long is it gonna take Hannah and Mateo to end up together? They still haven't done it, so I may have to watch season two just to see how long. You thought you think you think Hannah is gonna drop it low for 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 Jesus? Oh, you don't know the song "Drop It Low for Jesus"? Okay, I'll play this for you just now. He provides for me. He protects me. So tonight I'm gonna drop it low just for him. Drop it low for Jesus. <laughs> Keep the Lord in mind When you dirty wine Drop it, drop it for Jesus In the club Shake it to the floor And show it love What in the world is this? Cause for my sins he died Won't he do it? Cause I know I'll be at the pearly gates for show. I'll be in the number sure? when the trumpet starts to blow. But tonight I gotta drop it low. Drop it low <laughs> for Jesus. Okay. <laughs> so I want to say that um, the looks that I am getting from Andrea is the point of me playing this. Like it's full on mouth agape, hands over mouth. Um. Yeah. Complete shot. This is inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> I do not like this. Drop it, drop it. Pick it up. Pick it up. Pick it up for Jesus. I'm pretty sure that my favorite co-host ever just yelled, "Pick it up for Jesus." So there we go. Uh, that was a drop it low for Jesus by Sherman's Showcase. Won't he do it? Uh, won't won't he do it? <laughs> I feel like I need to go home. Okay, um, that's a show. Everybody. That was the worst thing. That was <laughs> that was worse than Assassins Thirty Three AD. That was worse than Homeschooled. So bad. It's so <laughs> terrible. Where did you find this? So here's the thing. Um, I was looking for a clean version of listen to me. Wait, wait, wait for th- listen to me now. I was looking for a clean version of Drop It Like It's Hot by Snoop Dogg. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare judge me. I was looking for so I'm judge I put you, but I okay. put drop it. And because of this show, <laughs> my Spotify algorithm said, clearly he wants to drop it low for Jesus. Clearly. And just popped up. How fast did I send it to every guy friend I know? <laughs> 30 seconds. 30 seconds. <laughs> just everybody got it. And I was you like, guys, 
this I show did it affects to every <laughs> part of our life. It's ruined so many so algorithms. Many I used to watch good TV, and now they're like, <laughs> "You watched homeschooled." <laughs> Would you, do you want to see watch Touched by an Angel? No, no I really don't. I, do I really, not. I really don't. Really do not. Here's a show about Mormons. No, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, man, yeah, that's what that's what I get. That is, I I. I don't I, like that. No, no, you shouldn't. You shouldn't <laughs> like that. So um, that's all I had. That's the only oh, thing that I man. had for you. Do what? Do you have anything different or fun, or do we have to transition immediately into terrible no, things? No, I okay. have. I have a couple of tweets. Great. for you. Okay. I know they're your favorite Christian Twitter. <laughs> all right, that's fine. That's fun. That's yeah. enough. Um, so this is from Bad Church Secretary. Okay, se- Secretary. Secretary. Yeah. So I was on staff at a church for 14 years. I was an admin. Yes. And when I read this tweet, I cannot tell you how much it spoke to me. Okay. It says, I have had an amazing week of vacation. It was wonderful and relaxing. It wasn't my vacation, but I really enjoyed those pastors being gone. Wow. Uh let me tell you something. <laughs> Administrative assistants yeah. get so much done when the pastors oh, are out of town. Oh, I can imagine. When they're at a conference or they're on vacation or they're whatever, uh, doing ministry in another country, I get so much done. Yeah. Um, I also <laughs> I found another one. Have you seen the memes that are going around about my fall plans versus the yes. Delta variant? Yes. Um, this is my favorite one. Okay. Uh, my fall plans, and it's a picture of Beth Moore. Okay. The Delta variant, and it is a picture of John MacArthur. John MacArthur. I knew that one was happening. <laughs> it's my favorite one. Yeah. It, it takes the cake. There's Absolutely. nothing, there's, there are none better uh, than that one. Please tell me she retweeted that. <laughs> um, She sure did. Yes. <laughs> That's why I That's saw why it. I love her. Well, I love She's her. the best. So yeah, she retweeted it. That's why it was in my uh, in my feed, yeah. and I screenshot it real fast. Yeah, before it got taken down, <laughs> real fast before John MacArthur told her to get back in the kitchen. Yeah. So well, anyway, well, so there's a yeah. there's a quick little visit to Christian Twitter. I like it. Oh, it, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. That's, oh, yeah, tweet tweet. There you go. Tweet tweet. <laughs> I, I, guys, I'm, we, we got things to talk about. I can't. I can't let the things. tweets go. We got other things. One more thing, and then we'll transition. Okay. Um, this is in Carmen. news. Um, apparently, no, he's still dead. You're looking at me. He's he's still he's still rocking it out with Jesus, uh, telling Jesus to punch the devil. That's what he's doing. Right? Oh, yo, Jesus, <laughs> punch the devil. Bust him up, up in pieces. Was that that? Yeah, that was addicted to Jesus. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that was it. Wow. Okay. Um. No, he's still dead. Um. What? <laughs> stop saying that. <laughs> stop saying that Carmen's dead. Everybody knows Carmen's dead. I understand. Okay, I apologize. Um. Apparently, he had begun sourcing a movie based on his life. Okay. To be made. After his death. Oh. So there's like videos of like him talking to the, like the producer. like, okay, uh-huh. this is what the actor needs to be like. This is, he's got to get it, you know, this whole thing. So I'm not, I, I don't know anything about like pre-production or anything else like that. Other than the fact that there is a potential. There's potential. For us to have a Carmen movie based on the life of Carmen. 
that we will be watching. Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, there's zero chance based on how long that it's going to take for that movie to come out that this show will still be going on. But <laughs> you and I individually will still watch it. We won't need to review it for this. It'll be way done. Hey, we're coming up on 100 episodes. Yeah. Um, Can you believe that? I think that we should have potterishners write in and ask us questions. Mm-hmm. And maybe we'll have like, you know, a guest come in and like ask us questions about the show or history or whatever else like that. Okay. Like, like maybe open it up, see if anybody wants to do that. Yeah. See if anybody has any questions. For now, here's what we're going to do. We're going to put that out there and we're going to get zero questions. So like yeah. my potterishners, just make something up, like send yeah. it to, yeah. And, and help us out. That'd be just even if it's like a funny question. Yeah. Funny questions. Funny questions. Absolutely. Fine. Absolutely. I think that'd be fun to do. I think so like too. That. Okay. So. Yeah. Okay, now we can transition, I think. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to let you, uh, because you are a kinder, gentler person, you have a better edit mode than I do, you don't come across like a total a- all the time, uh, sometimes, but not all the time. You didn't like that? I can see that. <laughs> hey, this is an audible medium. Your faces, <laughs> while they're pleasant. <laughs> They don't really translate well. Uh, that face was just for you. Got by it. The way. I, I completely understand. <laughs> so I'm going to let you uh, just kind of lead the discussion, and we'll see kind of where this goes. Shall we? Yeah, let's okay, do it. Let's do that. So let's talk about what's happening in the world. There have been a yeah. couple of things in the last week that have happened that, as Christians, I think we should be aware. That's, yes. that's the thing. We talked yeah. last year after uh, the death of George Floyd, the murder of George, George Floyd, uh, we discussed it and yeah. we went in. We're not afraid to talk about hard topics. We've done it before. I mean, listen, well, we opened the show yeah. with I Kanye mean, West. For sure. And Kirk Franklin, John yeah. Chris. We we don't shy away from these hard topics. And Well, can I just say that like the point of this show is Christian pop culture. Yeah. It's what's going on in culture currently. Right. That's what makes it pop, but in the Christian world. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes those things are silly, terrible movies. Sometimes it's completely inappropriate songs. Sometimes it's, (laughs) you know, uh, you know, one thing, sometimes it's just a tweet or Mm -hmm. or, or an internet beef. And that's what we talk about. And other times it's like things that are a little bit weightier. Yes. And it's okay for us to deal with those as well. Yeah. And, and we're not here to debate politics. No. I I won't speak for Seth, but I myself am not an expert on foreign policy. Not at all. And so I that's not what I'm that's not what we're here to talk about. Correct. We are to, we are here to talk about what is happening in kind of broad terms and then also what as Christians and as the church can we do? And if you're listening and you are not a Christian, but you care about people and you want tangible ways to help, we we may be able to provide some of those for you. Mm-hmm. So let's let's just talk about it. So first of all, um I'm I'm gonna mention a couple of things that happened. Uh one is there was an earthquake in Haiti yes, on Saturday. That's correct. Now, Haiti is a country that has experienced a lot of natural disasters. Yeah. This is not the first earthquake nope. that they've experienced. This one was a 7.2 magnitude. And when you're an island, that's, I mean, that's a big deal anyway. But when you are an island like Haiti and you are 
probably not working at the highest infrastructure to begin with, it's devastating. Yeah. And it, and it has been, uh, there have been over 2000 people that have been killed and more than 3000 that are still missing. And, uh, 30,000 families and injure, uh, 30,000 families that have been displaced and 12,000 people that are injured. So it is, it is a big deal. Yeah. And so what do we do as a church, as Christians? And when I say as a church, as the church, I'm talking about the broader body of Christ. Yeah. I'm not talking about just the, the church. The capital that, C church. The capital yes. C church, not the one that Seth and I go to The church Catholic, as, as one yes. might say. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so what do we do? Um, I think, number one, we pray. So yes. how do we pray? We pray for healing. We pray for, in this say, in this case, we pray for uh, those that are missing to be found. We pray for comfort for those that are have lost loved ones. We pray for healing um, and comfort for those that have been injured. We pray for those that have been displaced to 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 receive help. Um, and then tangibly, what do we do? We can donate. Yeah. Uh, Convoy of Hope is a reputable. Uh, mission that is on the ground in yeah. Haiti, and uh, we've worked with them as our church has worked with them uh, in the the, the efforts at, in Louisiana after some hurricanes there. So Convoy of Hope is reputable. If you want to donate to them, we can post their link sure. uh, in our show notes or comment. Or and we'll, comment. We'll, we'll we'll donate. Yeah, out of our pockets. Out of our you. pockets. So so you donate and then comment and then we will also donate. Yes. 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 And so those are some th- those are some things to do. This is a quote from the Assemblies of God World Missions Latin American Caribbean Regional Director. His name is David Ellis, and he said, "Thank you for your continued prayers for the church and people of Haiti. The earthquake and storm are causing much pain." in this suffering country. Pray that the Lord will pull down every stronghold and heal this land. As of August 18th, um, AGWM Partner Convoy of Hope has 3.5 million meals available for distribution in Haiti. Uh, Convoy continues to distribute tarps, solar lanterns, water filters, and other necessities to people affected by the earthquake and subsequent storm. So, there you go. That's what's happening. If you've been wondering, if you've been seeing Haiti trending or hearing it in the news, whatever, that's what's going on. So I'm going to, I'm going to throw one more thing out that we can do. Um, we can remember yeah. that it's going on. It's so easy in, in the U S to just say, Hey, we're doing okay. Mm-hmm. It's not a f- currently affecting me directly. And so, Oh, we watched the news and, David Muir on ABC tells us about it. We go, ah, man, that sucks. Yeah, it's terrible. And then we go ahead and we watch, you know, reruns of the Big Bang Theory. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. And so, well, we, we can do that. And if you're like, okay, well, what's a good holy way for mm-hmm. us to remember? Fast a meal. Yeah. T- take, take a minute and just say, you know what, today instead of eating – I'm going to remember the people that don't have anything to eat because of the the stuff mm-hmm. and and that and pray for them and take take yes. the moment to do that. It's it seems silly, but you know, part of part of the sacrament of communion mm-hmm. is that we join in Christ's suffering. Right. It, that's that's the thing is that we see his brokenness of his body and he gets to, and we join in that that communion that community that happens. When we fast, we join in the suffering of his of his actual crucifixion. Yeah. 
And so when we fast for other people, what we're doing is we're joining in their suffering. We're taking some of their suffering on ourselves. And that's one of the reasons why it's so effective. People who fast and pray over sick, you know, for for people that are sick or anything else like that, what you're doing is saying, "I will take the suffering so that you don't have to." It's a it's it's a spiritual it's a, it's a mystical thing that happens in the spirit realm. It's not magical. It's not a straight one for one, and it's not always, but it's a symbol of of that suffering and joining that suffering to let someone know that they're not alone. Exactly. And so, um, so fast and fast. and pray yeah. and donate and donate. Yeah. And remember. Remember. Yeah. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. I I heard this week, uh, the other thing we're going to talk about is Afghanistan. And I heard this week, uh, I follow Carlos Whitaker on Instagram. I'm not familiar with Carlos Whitaker. So he has written a few books. I kind of stumbled on him um, kind of on accident. He has quite a following. And he's written a few books called, like one called Kill the Spider. It's his testimony Mm -hmm. of of the things that God brought him out, restoring his family, restoring his marriage, things like that. Um, but he's a motivational speaker. He's a Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes, he preaches at a lot of churches. That's probably how I stumbled on him. He was connected to somebody that I that I knew that sure. I followed. Um, but he has, uh, he calls his Instagram following the Insta Familia. Okay, because he is Cuban. Um, okay. Or his his dad. It's no, not, not as Cuban. original as Podrishner's, but okay. <laughs> his I'm sorry, not Cuban. His dad is from the Dominican Republic, okay. I believe. So you better get that right. I dude. better. No, I better. It's not the same. Nobody they from are. DR wants to be called Cuban. No. Yeah. They are not the same. Um and by anyway, the way, nobody who's Cuban wants to be said that from the DR. <laughs> um if you don't follow Carlos Whitaker, his IG handle is Los Wit. You should because he he is just he calls himself and his followers the hope dealers. Okay, and that's what that's what he's about. He is about dealing hope. He he is so good at dealing with and talking about really hard things: critical race theory, racial racial reconciliation, uh, just all of these things that are happening in the world. These social injustice things, social justice things that are happening. He deals with them in such a kind and gentle and loving way, but provides you information. And he he does amazing things. And sometimes he'll say, I'm getting a little off topic here, but it's it, it's good. He'll say he was at the airport in Atlanta a few weeks ago, and he was sitting in a lounge waiting on his next flight. And he heard a guy playing the piano. And this is a guy named Tony that comes every day for about four hours and plays the piano at Atlanta Hartsfield Airport in this particular lounge. And Carlos was just enjoying the music. And he saw that Tony has a tip jar. And he said he got on his stories. He said, Insta Familia, let's bless Tony. So he said, I'm going to put my Venmo here. And every dollar that you give is going to go straight to Tony. They raised like $80,000 for this Whoa, guy. Oh, that's crazy. And this guy, come to find out, he has uh, failing kidneys. He's on dialysis wow. for nine hours every night. And this money is, it is life-changing. And that's what he does. And since I've been following him, he's done that, I think, four times for four different people. And it just... It changes people's lives. And it's donations of like a dollar or five dollars or ten dollars. Yeah. That's it. And it just adds up because he's got like two hundred and twenty thousand followers. 
So that's Carlos Whitaker. And he got on stories this week. And uh, we're going to play a little bit a uh, clip from his podcast here in a few minutes. He had a guest on his podcast that came out on Thursday, uh, who is an Afghani who is living here in the States. But this gentleman's wife and children are still in Kabul mm. and trying to get out. Okay. And Carlos is interviewing him. And his name is Kareem. And he said, this is what Carlos said. He goes, Kareem and other people from Afghanistan just want to know that they're seen. Yeah. And I thought, how how important is that? How many times have I just wished that I would be seen Mm -hmm. where I was, where I was suffering, where I was hurting? I just, I don't want to have to cry out for it. I just want to be seen where I am. Can okay. I, I feel like there's two types of people in the world. There is um there's look at me's and I see you's. There's two two types. Look at me's and I see you's. And I'm a look at me. It, it just is, right? Yeah. The problem is when you get two people who are look at me's together, there's always a jockeying for position. Right. Right. The American culture at large, yes, and especially in the light of social media, is a look at me culture. Yes, and so when all you ever say is "look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me," it's very, very difficult to switch and go, "I see you." Mm-hmm. Well, there, it's one of the things that I have to remind myself to do, and I'm even reminding myself to do right now as we're talking about it, is that I have to like take time mm-hmm. and tell people. I see you. It's intentional. It has to be intentional. It's not an accident. Yes. Yes. It doesn't happen just on accident. If I take a moment and tell somebody that I see them in any way, shape or form, it's a, uh, it's an intentional thing. Here's an example. Um, someone wanted me to volunteer you to do something. And I said, (laughs) Andrea is a two. I can ask her to do whatever I want her to do (laughs) and she will do it. Will she like it? No. Will she say anything about it? No, no, she's a two. (laughs) And I said, I can't do that to Andrea. We don't need to put that, put that on her. That is an, I see you moment Uh that I had to be intentional about because what I wanted to do was like, yeah, we'll just have Andrea do it. She'll be fine. She'll be fine. She'll be fine. fine. She can, by the way, you could have handled it. Don't (laughs) get me wrong. But, but, (laughs) so, um, but, but in a culture where all we ever do is say, look at me It's and then, and then to say, have someone say, does anybody see me? Mm -hmm. The answer is no. Yeah. The answer not right, is no. not not in this social climate, and especially not in the last decade. Correct, it has gotten worse. Yeah, it's always been there. Yeah. There's always been look at me's and I see you. Sure, but in the last I, a decade, maybe more, maybe twenty years or so. But just you're right, yeah. it, and it has to be on purpose. Yeah. It's you're not going to accidentally see someone. Yeah, you have to go looking. You ha- sometimes you have to say, "I'm turning it." outward. So all of that all of that to say what's happening in Afghanistan and again we're not getting into the politics of it. Sure. Basic basically the United States uh, uh military yeah. has been removed from Afghanistan. They have they have left. Um let's touch politics real quick just just so that it's just covered. Barely. Yeah, okay. Um this is something that has happened under President Biden's watch. Mm-hmm. It was something that was requested to be done and started 
under Trump's watch. Yes. It is something that was talked about whenever Obama went, ran for office, but then he kind of never did anything yeah. and kind of ramped it up a little bit more. So it's been this, this has been going on for 20 years, yes. for two full decades under many different. Yes. What, whatever. So politics aside, military presence usually isn't a partisan issue. Right. Typically. Typically. It has become a partisan issue. It's being argued as a partisan issue right now. Correct. Now, here's the problem. Nobody has a leg to stand on in this one. Because Republicans love the fact that Trump was going to bring our boys home. And so they they can't say, oh, this is Biden's fault. But then, like, Democrats are like, oh, should we have done? But you're... Your, your guy is the one that did it. Yeah. So there's nobody who really has a leg to stand on. So can we just, we're, that's why we're leaving it out is because it's a moot point. It's a moot point. point. It, there's, there's not, uh, and, and I stand by the fact that as Christians, we don't find refuge in a political party Correct. as Christians. Yeah. And so when you're looking at it and when I'm looking at it, I'll make it personal. When I'm looking at it, I don't have a strong feeling one way or the other. Yeah. Because this is not a partisan issue. It's not a partisan issue. And as a Christian, I'm not looking at it as a political issue. I'm looking at it as a Christian issue. And it's a humanitarian issue. It's a humanitarian issue. We have to realize that regardless of their creed, their culture, their skin tone, Mm -hmm. they are made in the image and likeness of God. And every single Afghani person, including people in the Taliban, yes are made in the image of God and therefore worthy of dignity, value, and and respect. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's difficult to do, especially yeah. when we disagree with people. Yes. It's something that we as the 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 church American don't do very well at all. Right. And so um so can we let's talk about how, how do we as Christians respond? Yeah. Did you want to play that clip from Carlos yeah. Whitaker from before? I I wanted to make sure we don't go too far past that. Yeah, no, I and we're not going to play the whole thing. You you can go check out Carlos Whitaker's uh, Human Hope podcast okay. and the episode that came out on Thursday. Uh, basically, Kareem is is an Afghani uh, national. He was a translator, as he said, for the United States Marines, um, and was giving given a chance to come to to America. Yeah. His wife and children are still in Afghanistan as. Wow well yeah. as his siblings and parents and extended family. Um, and so on that, in that conversation, they talk about how his, his wife and children have made it to the secure area at the airport in Kabul, but his family, the, his parents and siblings and extended family are still outside the gate mm. with the Taliban. And the quote is that they're the Taliban going wild and shooting everywhere. Yeah. It's just, it's just utter violence over yeah. there right now. And the Taliban is trying to take back over the country that they lost 20 well, years ago. Okay, this this should not be a political thing because, again, this is multiple administrations. This has been going on, I mean, since I don't even know when. But it's been Obama, Trump, and Biden all together have, have done this. They We've completely failed yeah. the uh, the Afghan translators. They, they are enemies of the state now mm-hmm. because the state is now run by the Taliban. So... They are enemies of the state, and we asked for their help. They helped us be successful there, and for us to leave them there is essentially putting a death sentence on them. Right. This is wrong. I had actually pulled up a John Oliver clip from mm-hmm. last week tonight, and we played part of it and realized it would. I would just had to edit too much. <laughs> you had to 
Yeah. yeah, a lot of a lot of the a lot bleeps. of bleeping, a lot of the bleeps. Um, <laughs> so we so we decided not to play that, but uh, but but there's some good information in there, regardless of of where where yeah. you stand. So yes. um, so there's a couple of resources for mm-hmm. for you to go back and listen to, just to go back and listen to. And so now let's talk about. So we talked about Haiti yeah. and how we pray, yeah, and how we can help, yeah. So. The situation in Afghanistan, it, sometimes it looks hopeless, yeah. you know, but there are things that we can break. There is a thriving underground church yeah. in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And those people, the pastors, as well as their church members are in grave danger. Yeah, The Taliban want to extinguish them, basically. And so uh, I've been praying this week. I... I heard it on someone else's Instagram and I had been praying this way anyway on Sunday night, uh, praying that God would hide Mm. from their sight, that he would hide the Christians, hide the underground church from the sight of the Taliban. There is biblical precedence for this. Absolutely. Yeah. There are stories in the Bible where God has done this and he can do it again. For sure. He's he's done it in modern times. Yeah. There's no doubt in my mind that he has. We may not know every story. We may not know any of the stories, but he has done it. He has protected. And and that's part of as an American Christian, we don't fully understand the persecution yeah. that Christians in other countries face. Yeah, we consider it persecution when the when pumpkin pumpkin spice latte runs out before January 2nd. Right. That's that's persecution. that's persecution, or dare I say it, being asked to wear a mask in a church service. Apparently, it's persecution. That's persecution. Yeah. No, guys, it's it, you're not being persecuted, or just being asked to wear a mask you're at just, any point. At any point, yeah. as a Christian or not, but yeah. uh, the the church in Afghanistan is facing real and present danger. Christine Kane posted recently uh, this week that. There are missionaries that she has spoken to that are that fully expect to meet Jesus face to face this week. Yeah, they they expect to be dead before the end of the week. Yeah. Guys, I that, don't expect that. I don't expect that. There's no. <laughs> well, you might you are going you uh, might meet yeah, aliens face to face. That's a whole yeah, other question. All, Sorry, <laughs> we need we should talk about what what aliens are at some point. At some yeah, point, we should bring that up. Maybe I'll um, tell you after I meet him this weekend. After, yes. By the time this comes out, actually, at the moment this comes out, I will be running. You. W- oh, that's weird. Isn't that weird? That's okay. totally crazy. Yeah. Um. So, but but that is that's something that most Christians in America. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say all, but most Christians in America have never faced. Yeah. I have not. Yeah. I have never been in a place where I thought I'm going to meet Jesus right now because I'm a Christian. No, instead what we get is the voyeurism of, um, you know, what would be great is, uh, is a book called Jesus Freaks mm-hmm. and it's all about martyrs and it becomes a bestseller because Americans just eat that crap up, yeah. you know, like, oh, look at the persecution that's happening in other places. And then we want to say that we're persecuted because yeah. um, they moved see you at the poll from Wednesday to a Thursday. Right. Can I tell you something? That book, Jesus Freaks, was not written. It it was written to give you a a glimpse. Yeah. It was written to to make you, maybe make you thankful that you haven't experienced that. Correct. Maybe written to uh, give you encouragement as a Christian that 
if they can face that, then maybe I can handle whatever I'm facing. Right. It was not meant to give you fodder for yeah. believing that you're being persecuted. Okay. Sorry, we're getting we're getting off track. We're getting no, that, a no, little but, intense. <laughs> but but no, I mean I think I think that it's I, I do think that it's important. Here here's something else that I want to say. Because um people are upset that that the Taliban is taking back over. It's been twenty years. Um, this is an area of the country that whether or not we should have even been there is a whole other thing, right? But there are people who for 20 years have experienced a freedom that they would never not have had any other way. Um, there are there there are young ladies right now who are in their mid-20s that have a future and a hope in a different country in a different place because all of a sudden they were able to be educated and do things that they were not able to do because when they were six or seven years old, some soldiers came in from the West. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now I'm not saying that, uh, that we should continue to still be there. I'm not, I'm not making a stand with any of that, but what I'm saying is we should also be thankful for the 20 years that, uh, of, of, of plenty that happened there. Um, there, there is the whole case of like, well, we can't be there forever. We're not, mm-hmm. you know, America is not the world's police. We're not supposed yeah. to be that, but, um, where, where can we do good as a, as a society? If, if our government has decided that we're done with, with that, I can't really do anything different than that. Then maybe change who I vote for. Right. Right. Um, so here's the question. What can we as believers and that's the church, what is it that we can do that we can actually put some action behind the feelings that we're feeling. Yeah. So this is, uh, again, a quote from Assemblies of God World Missions. I follow them. I appreciate what they have to say. Um, And they said, during the tragic and rapidly escalating crisis in Afghanistan, please pray earnestly for the Holy Spirit's protection, peace, and strength to sustain our fellow believers throughout that country. These are our brothers and sisters, and they desperately need our love and prayers. And AGWM Executive Director Greg Mundus said, uh, he, he said, my heart is very heavy on behalf of Afghanistan. Please pray with me, engaging especially with the Lord's Prayer. Uh, the Lord's Prayer is, it's an outline on how to pray. Yes. And so you pray the line, you know, deliver us from evil. And then you say, Lord, deliver our fellow brothers and sisters in mm, Christ from okay. evil. So you can do that if you're looking for a practical way and something something you can do while you're driving to work. Yeah. Everybody knows the Lord's Prayer or probably just start quoting it and say a line and then do a prayer. Guys, prayer doesn't have to be, I get in my closet for an hour and the lights are turned down low and there's worship music playing and there's yeah. incense burning. It doesn't have to be that way. I pray in my car all the time. Yeah. All the time. Yeah, I'm always prinking. Yeah. <laughs> Pranking is like pray thinking. Pray like, okay, like, like God help me work, work through this, you know? So. Yes. Yeah. And then obviously you can pray the line, your kingdom come, your, your will, will be, be done, done on earth as it is in heaven. Here's the thing. A lot of those Christians in Afghanistan, the ones that are fully expecting to meet Jesus, this doesn't make them sad. No. You know, Pastor Dan at, at our church on Sunday preached a message where he talked about that, Eternity, God has placed eternity in the hearts of man. Mm-hmm. He has planted it. And that's true. And our fellow Christians in Afghanistan have eternity in their hearts, and they are 
looking toward heaven joyfully. And so if they if they are meeting Jesus face to face, they're going to be okay. Yeah. But so we pray God's will be done on earth. Mm-hmm. But if he still has work for them to do, we say Lord, hide them. Yeah. Hide them from the enemy. Protect them. Yeah. Confuse. I read this week, confuse the enemy. Yeah. Make their plans fall apart. He can do that. Da- David would pray weird things like break the teeth of the enemy. <laughs> right? Like they're 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 trying to come at me and chew at me and they're trying to bite me and they're trying to speak things against me. But just break their teeth so where they it. can't do any of that. It's a weird prayer, but I pray it sometimes, you know, God break their teeth. Um <clears throat> sometimes I want to take it into my own hands, but I choose not to. Uh, that was a very Mark Driscoll thing to say. Uh, I might be I might have been influenced by by him, but anyway, um, maybe maybe just a little. But um, but yeah. So I mean, it's okay to it's it is okay to pray those things. You know, one thing that I, I'll I'll just challenge people that might be listening to this is feel something. Yes, feel something feel about this. Don't ignore your feelings. Yeah, and and whatever that feeling is engage in that feeling. Put action behind the feeling. It doesn't mean that you need to move to Afghanistan <laughs> and become a missionary. But do you do you fast? Do you pray? Do you donate? Like where what do you do? Do, do you, you see them? Do you see them? It maybe it's just I see you. I see you. I see you. And and because of that my heart is stirred an emotion toward you and I, and I, and I mourn for you and I weep for you and they need that as much as they need everything else. Absolutely. Um, it's a very, and it's weird because it's like, I don't know what else to do. So I'm okay engaging in my, in, in my ignorance of what it is that I'm supposed to be doing and, and be open to being educated on what you should do and doing it. Yeah. Because I don't know. I mean, I'm not here going to tell you, hey, this is what you should do. But as as you're engaging in it, you may find, oh, man, this is the thing. Yeah. I, I should do this thing. Yeah. Do that thing. Do that thing. Do that thing. Um, and uh, we mentioned Convoy of Hope for Haiti. Uh, an organization that is on the front lines in Afghanistan is an organization called World Relief. Okay. They uh, are advocating for Afghans and then also helping refugees process and resettle in the United States, which I know that immigration is another hot button uh, topic. And I have very strong feelings about immigration. I have very strong feelings about how the Christians should respond to immigrants. I won't get into all of that, but just like Seth said, feel something. See them, look at them, look at their pain, look at what they're experiencing, and don't turn away from it. Um, most of the time, Sacramento, Seattle, Modesto, Northern Virginia, those are those are cities that are uh, seeing a, a large surge of of refugees coming in. DFW is actually mm-hmm. a city that gets a lot of refugees. And so if you see them, if you've got uh, neighbors co-workers, people that you see at the store that you see on a regular basis that are maybe from Afghanistan. Maybe you know that. Talk to them. Yeah. Start a conversation. It's not good. It, listen, guys, it may be uncomfortable, but I've, I've got a co-worker I know who has family in Afghanistan. And you know what? I'm going to send her an email and just say, listen, I'm praying for your family. Yeah. 
I hope they get out. Yeah. I hope they're able to, to be safe. I hope they're able to find a place where they're safe Yeah, and you can find out and you can know that. And yeah, it may start an uncomfortable or awkward conversation, but guys, it's so worth it. Well, and it's it, so worth it. And it may not start a conversation. It, it may it not. May, it, but, and, it, and it may just be to bring comfort. And yeah. that's, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm, I see, I've, I'm seen. Yeah, that, that, I'm seen. That, and that's enough. Yeah. And I, I just think that as Christians, we have, we have started, American Christians, we have started leaning out of, leaning away from those feelings, mm-hmm. leaning away from what's happening in the world because it feels removed. Yeah. And personally, I want to lean into it. Yeah. I'm not saying I have to go become an expert on foreign policy, but I'm going to lean into what's happening. I'm going to reach out to people that I can and try to make a difference. And we're not talking about emotionalism for the sake of emotionalism. We're talking about being emotional in the same way that Jesus was when he felt the pain of other people Mm -hmm. and he did something about it. Yes. That's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about an empathy that happens when I feel what you feel Mm -hmm. and I do something about it. And so- I and think, maybe that something is just providing a little comfort. Yeah. Okay. I, I feel like uh, we have, uh, I feel like we've done absolutely nothing <laughs> other than maybe open up and shed some light on yeah. the fact that it's okay to to think about it, to see it and to say, I see you. And, yes. and, and I, if that's, if that's it, then that's good. Can we transition back into something a little bit more lighthearted and, and do the B? I think we can. Okay, let's do it. Oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! Perfectly good cookie dough ruined by putting it in the oven. Amen. Ah, uh, bro. Why why are we ma- why are we baking cookie dough? Listen, I buy a tub okay. of Nestle's <laughs> Nestle Toll House. Okay, you should cookie dough. Calm down. I, <laughs> this is out there on the internet now. I, it's fine. Okay. I don't have any right now, okay. but I have in the past. Yes. Bought a, and I just yeah. eat a scoop. Yeah. Just eat a scoop. It's same as a cookie. It's it's better. Why is it better? I don't know why it's better, but dang it, it is. It is. And you're not supposed to do it because of like, you know, eggs or whatever. Whatever. Listen, show me one person who's gotten sick from eating cookie dough. I haven't. And I've eaten a lot of raw cookie dough. <laughs> That's how, no, no, that's how that segment ends now. <laughs> From now on, the, seg- the Babylon B segment ends when Andrea says, I've eaten a lot of raw cookie dough. <laughs> All right, what's your not for me? Well, if this is not apropos, I don't know what is. Yeah. My not for me is cookies and cakes that are decorated to look like, I promise this is what I have written down. What? <laughs> cookies and cakes that are decorated to look like other foods. Oh yeah. I don't want to I don't want to eat a cookie that looks like pizza. Okay, yeah. Or a taco. Yeah. I want to eat a taco, I want to eat a piece of pizza and I want to eat a cookie. Yeah. No, agree. I I don't like it. Okay, now how do you feel about like a fruit pizza? You ever had a fruit pizza? Yes, fruit pizza is good. Yeah, it's real good. It's real it, good. It's real With good. that that cream cheese oh and cool whip and sugar and yeah, all yeah, that yeah, mixing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Solid. And solid. solid. Yeah. On a cookie dough crust. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cookie dough. Yeah, sugar yeah, yeah. cookie crust. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not no. cookie dough. Sugar cookie crust. Yeah. Yeah, sugar cookie. But I mean, it had to be dough at some point. Absolutely. Uh, I wouldn't be opposed to maybe <laughs> not baking it. <laughs> Just saying. We can always try something. I'll try anything dough. twice. Absolutely. I'll try anything. T- 
Absolutely. Oh my so gosh. anyway, I, how funny is that? Okay, I crazy. did not know that that was your Babylon B, but that was my not for me. I had it written down. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, so what's yours? Okay, so here here's my not for me, okay? Um, I am wanting to give people permission to say that something's not for them. So I'm actually going to tell a story about something that was not for me at one point. Is that okay? Can I, can I do this? Okay. So I was at an acquire the fire rally. Okay. As a teenager, Uh acquire the fire, Ron Lush. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, and we were doing that whole thing and, uh, teen rally and, Mm -hmm. and there, so they're with teen mania and their big thing is summer mission trips. They get teenagers from everywhere to go do these summer mission trips. And, uh, and I'm sitting there and, um, and my girlfriend is sitting right next to me and, yes. and they're doing the whole presentation about mission trips. Now I had already lived as a missionary in Russia. Right. And I told God I'm done with that. Thank you for that experience. I have checked the box. We're good. We're we're good to go. And they're doing the whole presentation and I'm like, "Cool, guys. Cool. Cool. Good for y'all." And my girlfriend sits there and in this 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 moment, she looks at me and she goes, "I think God's calling me to be a missionary." And I said, we should break up. <laughs> now, here's the thing. I didn't actually say that. I said it in my head. Uh-huh. I should have said it out loud. You it, should have. I, I should have. That would have made the story better. It, I, but, well, 100%. No, I mean, in life I should have because then I went on to be a kind of a jerk to her because I knew it was over immediately. Um, but uh, but I was like, yeah, <clears throat> that's not for me. Uh, that That's not for me. And so she went on to uh, be like do mission work in some different places and good for her. We, this was after we had broken up. Um, I, I, and I have never been on a mission trip since all of that to say right before COVID Mm -hmm. I had signed up for my first mission trip back in over 20 years. I did not realize that it was going to, that it was that dramatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a thing because I told God like I'm I'm good. That's not for me anymore. And so I say all that to say this. You have permission to say, "Hey, I have a heart for those people. I love those people. I will pray and provide for those people. I'm not supposed to go do hands-on stuff. That's not for me." Mm-hmm. You also have permission to change your mind later and sure. say, "You know what? Something that used to not be for me, maybe that's for me now." And we'll see. Now, God said it wasn't for me because he sent an entire plague to keep me from going. And so for that, you know, I'm going to, I'm obviously going to take his lead on that. All right. That's a show. Oh, Oh, deep cleansing breaths. We made it through. Yeah. And we gave some thoughts and opinions. We have those and we shared them. But our thoughts and opinions are not the final word, dear Padrishner. We would love to hear what you what you think. What are some of the things that that are stirred in your heart about yeah. Haiti, about Afghanistan, about dropping it low for Jesus? What are some of the things that you want to share with uh, with us? Uh, you can reach out to us and talk to us. How do they do that? Yeah, you can reach us on social media. We are at Dropping Sunday on all of the things: Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yeah, and as a reminder, uh, every comment that you give, we will actually donate to Convoy of Hope. Convoy of Hope or World Relief. Or one of those. Yeah, one, one of those. We're going to do that. 
Yes. And remember, the greatest compliment that you could give us is to share. Uh, share our show. Share, Grow the show. Grow the show. Share it with a friend. Uh, maybe this episode, if they're looking for some information on what to do. Or maybe last week's episode where we had Silly Goose Fun Times. We like Silly Goose Fun we Times We like those well. too. And, you know, tell them to subscribe for next week because we'll be back. We will be back. Probably with something funny. Hopefully with something funny. Yeah, something if, a little more lighthearted. If I'm back. Uh, guys, hopefully I'm, hopefully I'm not dead somewhere. You might be in an alien ship somewhere. And I might... I've got a book about that. Okay. And so, <laughs> uh, but hopefully we will be back. And until yes. then, this is Seth. This is Andrea. And this is Dropping Sunday. dirty wine what is she is that what she says there bring your dirty wine because for my sins he died won't he do it (laughs) oh gosh i hate my algorithm that the Was that a ladybug? (laughs) (laughs) It was big, whatever. I mean, (laughs) it was going from a mouth hole. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Oh, future Seth. Edit this out. <laughs> no, we're leaving it all in because when we're talking about see, dude, that that effing bug saw me. He saw that cheek. <laughs> Said I got to get some of that sweet cheeks action. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that thing was huge. Whatever it was. <coughs> oh man! Oh gosh, that was almost too much. For- <laughs> It's a ladybug. It was on my cup. It's trying to get in my mouth hole. <laughs> right now I got red stuff all over my carpet. <sighs> Why does that ladybug want to get in my mouth hole so bad? Oh my gosh. Oh man. What? <laughs> You're. Because it just wasn't expected. I was like, okay, this is all good. Why is it still there? Has it been there the whole time and she didn't say anything? <laughs> I don't know how to recover. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm leaving. I'm gonna I'm taking it all out and then I'm putting it all back in at the end of something. I don't know. Okay. Let's talk about death. Okay. Okay. So.
I did it. I did it. It happened. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I'm trying to bring it back. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, um, <laughs> stop. <laughs> okay. I need some water. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> 